Hey, listener, this is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We are actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to UpMyInfluence.com slash guest. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, Dave Myers. Dave, you are the founder and CEO of DigitalBroiler.com. Digital Broiler does local SEO. Dave, thank you so much for joining us. Absolutely. Appreciate you having me. And there's a, if you're watching the video, a kitty cat just walked by. Who, is that your cat? One of the cats. Yeah. They always, (laughs) they join as many Zooms as they can. (laughs) Which cat was that? What's their name? Uh, That was Scooby. Say Scooby. (laughs) <laughs> well, hey, uh, so so Dave, from a high level, explain what you and Scooby do uh, with Digital Broiler. Well, that's funny. You said Scooby Doo. That worked out pretty good there. <laughs> yeah, we um, we primarily focus on uh, digital marketing. Uh, our big our core strengths are SEO, both local and uh, we do national. We've got a couple of unique platforms. Uh, we've partnered with a group over the last couple of years and built out a new WordPress plugin for. Uh, building out a lot of landing pages quickly. Um, And then we've also put together a new, uh, what we call our SEO sales funnel strategy. So we kind of take SEO and put something behind it to help keep people in the funnel and keep things moving, but also give them the ability to know people actually that are coming to your website are actually doing something. So, you know, SEO has always been sort of a nebulous hole, right? Um, everybody always wonders, what are you doing? So this gives us a way to actually track people through the process um, and kind of set us apart. Yeah, excellent. So high level, what do you see working really well in local SEO today? Yeah, I think, you know, this, like I said, this plugin that we've built is really what's been helping us. Um, So we're doing our normal strategy, but we're able to say, hey, I'm a you know, I'm a HVAC company and, uh, you know, I want to target 25 cities in my local area. So we're able to build out very quickly in a couple hours, you know, 50, 100 service pages for them with all new content, everything, nothing duplicated from a Google perspective. And because we're able to do that, now those people have a localized version of their, let's call it website or landing pages in each individual area they're trying to target. So, if I'm trying to, you know, search in St. Louis, but I live out 30 miles, I don't necessarily want to look for every company in St. Louis. I want to look for my local guys, right? Mm-hmm. So if I'm out in the, in the sticks and there may not be an HVAC company where I live, I might Google it, but I may come up because I've got a landing page in that area. Yeah. Um, so tell me about the plugin a little bit more. Like what, how is it different than like a Yoast or, or all-in-one SEO? Where, where do you fit in? Yeah. Those plugins basically just simply do your meta titles and your descriptions. This actually physically builds a page. So let's say I want to, I want to, um, well, again, we'll use the HVAC company. So let's say I want to, uh, you know, I want to promote my air conditioning service in 14 different cities. Well, this plugin, you write some content, you do a few things, it'll manipulate content and it will build 14 pages in one for every city for that particular service. So I've got air conditioning in Eureka, air conditioning in Chesterfield, air conditioning in Florissant. So it builds landing pages in all the areas that you want to, uh, you know, you want to show up in. Um, okay. So, I, well, th- this is interesting. So you're an agency, but you also have a plugin. Tell me about uh, how 
I mean, and I like this uh, thinking about all the other agency owners out there that might be doing all kinds of different things, right? Um, I, based on what you're telling me, this, this feels like it's a pretty, it, it, it's helpful from a competitive advantage, right? So if you're able to go to a client and say, well, yeah, they're just going to do this run of the mill SEO, like that's, you know, you're not going to get what I'm able to bring to the table. That's what it sounded like to me. And I like this. And I'm thinking about, you know, other agency owners and consultants out there. It's like, can, what can you offer? What can you create one time? And maybe you're just white labeling something that's already out there or whatever, uh, or repurposing something or whatever. But you know, I like that from uh, from an agency growth perspective, from a sales perspective, um, because now it's it's no longer apples to apples. You're like, yeah, I'm, I'm apples plus a little bit of fruit salad over here. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that and that has been the thing that's kind of helped us because we and we white we white label the plug in as well. So that's what's been nice. We've worked with a lot of agencies and they they do just what you said. I mean, it gives them a competitive advantage because, you know, there's, there's a hundred agencies in every large city or more. <laughs> and so you got to have a differentiator. So that's sort of why we put it together. Um, you know, we know it works. So you take the, you know, it's like, I've told a lot of these agencies like, well, you're competing against us. And I said, no, we're enhancing what you're doing. I'm not, we're not asking you to remove all your SEO tactics because you still want to do those. Right. I mean, you don't want to stop the plugin doesn't replace that. So you still have to be doing, you know, do some link building and directories and citations and some blog, you know, everything as a whole makes it better. So now when you bolt this plugin on and now I can start doing SEO on each individual city, even in a mm. hundred different areas, you just took, you know, you took what you were doing, didn't exemplify the cost dramatically from a licensing perspective, and you've just enhanced their SEO like crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, tell me about how consumers use search today is is it still pretty much like again google pretty much controls 95% of search um you know i i switched over to duckduckgo earlier this year and for me there's no looking back i mean i just it's you know i i i wonder if i'm not alone in you know in in privacy things, right? Well, I mean, we see some big moves taking place in terms of like, you know, uh, how Apple is kind of messing up Google and, you know, and they're both trying to screw Facebook and, you know, it's like, <laughs> totally. um, but, but um, tell me about like what you know about consumer behavior plus new um, privacy restrictions and how that impacts SEO and or optimizing for different platforms. Any considerations there? Yeah, you know, I, I, I mean, the whole privacy thing, the cookies and all that kind of stuff, you know, that's been going on for a while. I mean, Apple and, and even Microsoft have been dealing with it for a while. Google's kind of the last ones to jump on board. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, it, it's going it, to it's gonna change some things, but, you know, it doesn't, in my mind, it doesn't change a whole lot of things because you still have to give, you know, you have to give access for, you know, for people to be able to do it. And you see it all the time now, even on mobile devices now, right? Every time you open up an app, they're like, do you, you know, do you allow us to share your information for consumer data, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and, you know, they're, you know, they're going to get it one way or another. Yeah. Uh, and most people, I, I think most people, you know, you're, you're an anomaly. You're on DuckDuckGo. My wife's the same way. She's like, I'm tired of Google checking everything I do. So I'm on DuckDuckGo. And I'm like, well, I'm not doing it yet. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but I'm like, they control too much. But it's, you know, for me, it's everything, right? Because, I mean, the consumers yeah. are still, you know, most people are still using Google. And and it's, uh, you know, you know, again, whether they're searching local or searching this, they're still 
everything's still basically IP driven, you know, where they're going to find, they got your location, whether you're on your phone or you're on your laptop, you know, it's just, it's just because that's just how it works. That's the way it's set up. So. Yeah. Is it uh, do, any idea on like how predominant Google still is? You know, there's still about 85% of all searches, um, you know, Microsoft and even being, you know, they've, they've kind of dropped off the map for wow. the most part. I mean, they still have theirs and they've got, even Microsoft's got their new, it's a new, I don't use Microsoft, so I'm kind of anomaly to it, but mm-hmm. they've got a new search engine platform. I think it's not Explore anymore. It's called something else. Um, so I probably should know that, right? As an SEO guy, but we just focus, Google's where everybody is. And that's, that's really what we're focused on right now. We show up yeah. in the duck, duck goes and things like that too. It's just, it's like you said, it's just really, it's the privacy thing and people and how they're wanting to track things. So it's still, it's still kind of the same, but a little different. Hmm. Um, yeah. So uh, <laughs> just, it's kind of funny. I was doing a Google search here uh, for search engines uh, ranked. I, I still see web crawler and excite on here. <laughs> I, like that takes me back. I, that's can't possibly be still active. I don't know if they are or not. Webcrawler.com. It's still active. That's Net- crazy. That's I remember those days. Netscape used to be out there. Oh, gosh. Oh, man. (laughs) Taking me back. Yeah. Wow. These websites are still active. (laughs) That's funny. Um, Yeah. So, um, man, remember, uh, so so we got Google number one, Bing number two, Yahoo number three. I mean, according to this list, who knows? I mean, but it's like Alexa and similar web and Quancast. So that's, and then uh, Baidu, uh, number four. Uh, That makes sense. Well, you're starting to see, you know, YouTube's, you know, being. Oh gosh, yeah, no kidding. Everything. So videos are becoming more and more prevalent, as as we all know. Everybody wants to watch it quick and move on. <laughs> yeah, tell me about um, the the implication of leveraging video on your website and SEO. How how critical is that, or is that something that's maybe still Google's not rewarding at the level that you think it will in the future? Or what do you see there in terms of like impact of video? Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, I mean, I think people on, on the website, probably not right now, still near as much as I think it will be eventually. Uh, But I do think that, you know, the more, as we build more and more websites, you know, we're embedding YouTube videos, mm-hmm. you know, and people are, you know, when they, if they click on that video and it pulls it up, even on your website, you know, as you know, you know, it shows six more afterwards in the, you know, and so all of a sudden now people get over to YouTube. Now they're searching in YouTube. So, you know, you want to, you do want to have a video library at some point because that, you know, more and more people are going straight to YouTube and just searching there because that's, you know, that's where you find them or they go to Google, they search, you know, then they click the video tab and then they go find the five videos they want, but you're seeing, you know, I'm sure you've noticed that you'll see more and more of even videos just showing up in the organic search results. Yes. And a lot of that's just because, you know, people that understand video have learned how to tag it properly and put the right things in. It's, you know, doing SEO on a video is not a whole lot different than it is on a website, but you still have to have some idea what you're doing. (laughs) Yeah. What is something that you see in the SEO industry that you see SEO service providers or agencies still providing? And you're like, Please, I, I wish people would know. Generally, don't waste your money on that. It's 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 just you know maybe some of the black gray hat stuff or whatever that you're like yeah don't don't do that please. <laughs> yeah, I mean there's you know I I don't know how much time we got. I take a <laughs> little, but I mean I, there's probably two or three main big things I see. I mean that you know 
as an SEO provider and people have, I'm on everybody's radar, right. For wanting to sell me services and things we can do to help. And we get, you know, I, I get 20 emails a day from people saying, Hey, we can, we'll get you a link on this great high domain authority site yeah. for $85. And you know, this one for 45 and, and all that stuff, it's all black hat crap. And, uh, and so, but people don't know it, you know, the people that are just sort of, you know, the people that want to dabble their toe in the, in the SEO space, they'll, they'll do anything. And, you know, you see the 125, $200, it's $300 from India that will rank you for 25 keywords. Oh, yeah. And it's just such a farce because it doesn't work. And they, wow. sadly, they don't do what they say they're going to do anyway. And the ones that have done it, and I've tried them all because I wanted to figure out, you know, I'm like, hey, if I can get it cheaper and it works, hey, why not, right? Um, but we've we've tried a dozen of them. And I'll tell you, after two to three months, they do more harm than they do good to your website. And Oh, really? And that's a, that's a misnomer, you know. And I'll, I'll be honest, and I'll just be straightforward. That's how I am. You know, if, if you want to be, if you want to do SEO and you're trying to do it cheaply, you're not going to get what you want. You, you can't spend $200, $400 and get anything long-term that's going to stick. You, you have to be, it's an investment in your business. It's not an expense. It's, it's something that I, I tell people, SEO to me, or our business, Digital Broiler, we believe that it should be a tool as a salesperson. We, if we're driving people to your website, you want them to contact you. So why wouldn't you spend $12,000 a year on SEO and, and drive leads and not have to worry about having somebody pick up the phone and call you, you know, and try to cold call because it's expensive to have an employee. Right. And to do that same thing. So you should have something on autopilot that's helping you generate business. Yeah. Hey, um, if, if someone is looking at their Google analytics and um, they, they want evidence to know that they're doing the right thing, um, is it just, is there something beyond just audience overview uh, you know, in terms of like number of users or like what, what are some of the, the metrics that you're a big fan of keeping an eye on and, and, you know, just monitoring. Yeah. I mean, we, we use analytics and we use webmaster tools. Um, and then we've actually got my team's got, I've got two guys on our team that came out of Google. So we've got some direct connections to some things. So actually our servers connect directly to Google and pull real-time data when we're doing actual analytics on rankings and things like that. So um, it gives us, an, again, it gives us a bit of an edge over people because a lot of people use SEM Rush and SpyFu and all these things. Mm -hmm. And typically those tools are anywhere from 30 to 60 days behind even in their results. So it's not real-time when you run it today. Um, so it may show you number two, but you might be 22 because things updated. You just, you don't really know, but that's what, that's what the industry knows. So that's what they've done. Um, but yeah, we use analytics. We look at behavior. We tend to look at everything that a client's doing. So maybe they're doing some paid advertising they're doing organic, they're doing social. And so and to your point, without looking at it in front of me, uh, you know, you know, the behavior is a big thing, but it'll, sh you know, you can see where traffic, if it's organic, if it's social, those are our big metrics. We probably look at to see year over year. And we always compare, compare last year to this year time period. Mm -hmm. And those are, those are the biggest things. And, you know, webmaster tool gives us an idea of, um, our search console gives us the idea of how many users, not so many, how many users, but impressions, impressions are typically a direct correlation to clicks over time. And, yeah. and you'll be able to see those two things in there. And then you'll also be able to see directly out of that web console search, you can see what keywords are showing up in the impressions. And that's, those are really the two big things we look at other than the keyword rankings that we do. 
Because uh, our platform, our SEO, the other thing with our SEO sales funnel strategy that we have, we also put a guarantee on our stuff that every month that our clients will see at least five new relevant keywords to their business show up in search rankings on the top two pages. And if they don't next month, they don't pay. So we stick our money where our mouth is. Yeah. Um, can you still see, um, like I, while we've been chatting, I'm actually, I'm like, I haven't looked at my analytics in a while. Um, like I, I got a big spike of traffic from Reddit one day, I guess I could just Google, just go onto Reddit and search on Reddit and see who mentioned my website. But this is, uh, yeah, this is about three weeks ago. Uh, I, all of a sudden I had this huge spike from Reddit for some reason, I guess, who knows? Who knows? (laughs) Uh, Oh, shameless. What? No, that's not it. Huh. I don't know. Somebody mentioned you somewhere. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Huh. No, that stuff's old. Who knows? Um, I appreciate it. Whoever said something nice about me on Reddit. Uh, <laughs> I guess for what it is, All right? right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dave, um, tell me about, um, you know, so someone who's uh, been listening to us and they're like, listen, I like Dave. I like the cut of his jib. Uh, where, where, how do they engage with you? Or like, what would you recommend if someone wants to take that next step to kind of learn more about who you are, what you do is do you have any great content that they can kind of dive into? Yeah. I mean, we've got, you know, we, we actually, we just recently did a, uh, a podcast on another, another group um, about our SEO sales funnel strategy. So, you know, they can, they can find that um, on my, I think it's, I think we've got it out at uh, the URLs actually, uh, HTTPS colon SF for sales funnel dot digital broiler.com. Yeah. Um, that'll take them there. They can see the podcast and video and then contact us through that. Or they can obviously go to our website and find out more information at digital broiler.com. Um, either way, or call us at 636-388-2585. It's my personal. Right, one, one more son. time on that phone number. Yeah, it's way too fast. 636-388-2585. All right. All right. Dave Myers, uh, say hi to Scooby for me. I haven't seen him lately. I've been looking for him. <laughs> he's, uh, he's out watching birds. That's right. Chase him. <laughs> All right. Dave Myers again, digitalbroiler.com. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Josh. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, We scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, 
you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.